The Simpsons? Do you remember the Simpsons, man? I love the Simpsons, man. I used to run home from school. And I think it came on at 5, 5.30. And then he, I think again at 6 and 6.30. Or maybe it was 4, 4.30 and 5 and 5.30. Something like that. Or a new one at 6. I don't know. But I was into it, man. That shit. I love that shit. And now it's just kind of faded away, man. Got too big. They don't got the same, you know, you know, you don't got Conan O'Brien writing anymore. Now you just got these weirdos writing all these rising stars and they're getting a little too, I don't know man, it's like the Simpsons used to say something, but it wasn't like in your face, it wasn't so, there was something about it that was just so clever and so funny, and now it's just getting like... Oh, I've heard that same joke on every other show, on, on SNL, on, on every single other show. I've heard the same joke. But now Bart's saying it. Now Bart's saying it, and he's saying, smell you later afterwards. I don't know, man. But this is the Butler Time Podcast for December we're going to go with 19th because I'm kind of doing this late. But hey, 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 the motherfucker, how you doing? Um, We out here right now. I'm actually about to go get some uh, petrol. About to get some petrol. And uh, for those of you who don't know, petrol or petrol is what... Uh, the Brits call what we uh, fought fought the Gulf War for petrol. Um, I'm not sure why they don't call it gas. They want to be fancy. They want to call it petrol. And I know this because I used to have a, a a British friend growing up. His name was Joseph Keeling, Joe Keeling. And I'm sorry, Joe, if I'm blowing up your spot, but. Um, you know, he was really my first, my first, uh, I want to say he was my first introduction to, like, different culture. And I know Brits are basically just, you know, pompous white dudes, but they're, it was something new. It was interesting to be, like... Whoa, especially at that age that I was. I was about, you know, 8 years old, 10 years old, 12 years old. It was weird to be like, damn, you're nothing like me. But you look like me. I mean, we, 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 
kind of come from the same place. I'm not. I'm not British at all. I'm Irish, but um, it's just interesting. It's like you know. I guess it makes sense, man. When people get in these little cliques, you know, and and their little tribes living alone. It's like people from down south or people in the Midwest, like me. Like you, you develop your own thing. And that's what the Brits do. And they even do it there. They got the, you know, they got that London uppity, uppity lifestyle and accent. And then they got that, um, that Liverpool kind of, that's kind of like the twang, the twang accent. A little trashy. And then they got the just straight up trash British talk. Which I forgot what they call, but, um. There's something else down there, man. You're up there, over there. You know, across the pond, as they say. But, um. uh, I'll tell you one thing I really remember is Joe Keeling introduced me to Robbie Keane. And I'm not talking... In fact, he introduced me to multiple Robbie Keens. Robbie Keen, who was probably the only ever Irish football or soccer player of note. Robbie Keen. Um, but the Robbie Keen I met is the singer-songwriter. He's kind of like the British Justin Timberlake. And this man... I mean, he could belt it out, man. He had the moves. He was he was styling. And I actually saw something recent that he said something about, you know. I don't know, man. It wasn't even that big of a deal. He said something about trans people and how there's two genders and that's it. But, uh, so people are mad at Robbie Keane. But, um, he had this music video, I remember his family, Joe Keeling's family showing me, where he, um, he was in this room, and as he sang, he slowly shed his skin. Not just his skin, his whole body, man. Like, first he shed from, from man into just, uh, you know, you kind of just saw the muscle. The, you know, the muscle beneath beneath the skin. The tendons and the... Um, yeah, the muscle. And then he kept going until eventually he was just a skeleton. Dancing, singing. And I thought that was really cool, man. And the whole time, I think... You know, I'd have to watch it again. I forget... If the whole time the ladies were still coming at him, or if as he as he uh, stripped down, the ladies were turned off. I kind of think they still came at him. It was kind of a comment on, you know, who who am I for real? Who am I underneath? And and what do you really like? But uh, that's Robbie Keane. And Robbie Keane kind of just looks like every other British person. You know, he's white. 
He's got dark hair, black hair. He's got, you know, he's got that 90s cut that, you know, kind of like that, that, uh, what is is that haircut? You know, kind of like Joey from Friends, that haircut. He's got that going on. Um, I think now he's got, you know, the classic, the the new one, the, the undercut, you know, the short sides and then. You know, all your hair is really in the front, and you kind of, you brush it back so that it looks like a whole head of hair. But mainly, you just took a long front of hair and brushed it back. Like Elvis, I guess. But anyway, that was Joe Keeling and Robbie Keane, and Joe Keeling's mom... Woo-wee! She was a looker, bro. And I'll never forget that. Um, Got a homeless man trying to talk to me. I'm going to have to tell this gentleman, no, good, he walked away. He walked away, thank God. Um, Joe Keeling's mom was something else, man. And my brother used to make a lot of jokes. My brother's five years older than me. Or five years older than us. Joe was my age. And uh, we used to give give him a lot of shit. And, um... Yeah, you just knew him and... I, you know, one time I recall being over there and hearing... And hearing a little something in the back room. You know his dad was laying it down, bro. Laying it down, laying that pipe. And his dad, you know, he kind of wasn't, he wasn't a really good looking man. But I think he had that, that British swag, you know. He was kind of that, kind of that guy that, that just, uh, women were attracted to because, because he, uh, I don't know, he's kind of like, the American version, or the British version of, um, let's see, the British version of, this is tough, because this homeless man is still looking at me, god damn it, what do you want, bro, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to this gas station anymore, I'm outie. I'm out of here, bro. I can't deal with this man's antics. If he gonna be doing this bullshit, I ain't fucking with it. I'm too tired. I'm too exhausted for this. Alright. Bye-bye. Sorry, gas station. You just lost the sale. Um... Let's see here. But yeah, um, what was Joe Keeling's dad the the British equivalent to? Um, he was kind of the British equivalent to Rob Durdak, you know? You know what I mean? You know that guy that's like Rob Durdak you see at the bar, who kind of just never let that, never let that, uh, 
phase of his life go. He's kind of still living in that in that reality because that's because that's when he was the most popular. That's when he got the most biatches. So he kind of holds on to it because you know that he thinks, "Hey, that's when I was hot. This is why I'm hot." Like that Mims, man. And um Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore, bro. But, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what he was like. He was funny, man. You know, I, to me as a kid, I used to picture him as the Jeff Raleigh. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jeff Raleigh is a pro skateboarder. Um, very good skateboarder. Kind of known for his... um. His manualing and um Did he manual on am I getting that right? He was a classic street skater though, Jeff Rowley. Um he had some nasty, you know, just ground tricks. He used to kinda um he used to do this thing when he when he'd be going and he just He'd just pop and flip the board over and kind of, and kind of hold, you know, um, have one foot on top of the bottom truck and the other foot up, up top underneath on the grip tape and the board, the trucks are facing up and he'd kind of spin around like that and then he, 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 you know, he'd He'd pop it back down on the wheels. But he was the man, man. He had these nice shoes, the Jeff Rowley Vans. And they were, um... They were nice because, you know, at the time, there's a lot of them Osiruses, them big boys, them big fatties. But these were, these were just normal thin and, um... Thinnies. And... Well, they were definitely thin, but they kind of had this, like, you know, the classic van, um, wave, whirl, whatever, um, along the side, and, and that was kind of a new thing then, it was a new thing to me, to have shoes that were recognizable like that, and I remember his dad had some Jeff Rowley's that were tan. And they were like construct. They were almost like Carhartt or uh, um, what's the name of that boot? Timberland boot colored. Uh, and then they had the white line for for the van logo. And they were fresh, man. And his dad could actually even skate a little bit. So I bet you back in his day, like I said, he really was, you know, the cool guy. He was out there. He was out there hustling. And, um... Yeah. That was the Keelings. And you know, it's so silly when you look back at it. The Keelings and I... We actually had a falling out. You know, even our families. These are families. We used to hang out with each other. We used to talk to each other. Um... 
And why did we fall out? Why did we fall out with the Keelings? I don't know, man. The Keelings were mad about something. Something about, uh... Because we used to play soccer together. I think they were mad about some, about some kind of ride that we didn't give. But... But, I mean, we had a legitimate excuse. It wasn't like we just said, actually, you know what? We can't drive you. Sorry, bro. But, um... Yo, yeah, they were mad. There was a big fight over that. I don't know if there was more to it or if it had been building up. But, um... I really got, really got a sense that it was like, fuck these Americans, you know? Fuck these Americans. So sick of this American bullshit. And then, like, all of these things they thought about us started coming out. They started, you know, calling us materialistic and, you know, insulting. You know, I think they insulted my mom's hair and, um, you know, just some mean, uncalled for things. But, hey. What you gonna do, man? That's what I'm saying. When things, when things get uh, when things get heated like that, you gotta step away. You do not want to be part of that situation. You just don't want to do it. That's how you end up in jail, or ruining your future, or just having a bad night. And isn't that enough? To know that that could just ruin your night. Do, do you really want to go? No. No. But, um. Damn, man. I just tried to go into a new gas station. And this motherfucker closed. Who closes a gas station? What if I was stranded out of here, man? Everybody needs gas. I'm trying to get that gas right now. That gas, son. You know... You say you need some gas around the right, the wrong, the wrong neighborhood. You might end up with with a, with a couple grams in your hand. You know. 
You don't want to. You don't want to use that. You might want to say petrol. Brits might be on to something, saying petrol. I wonder if out there, in 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 the hood, I know. Um, who's that rapper? I know. Goddamn, I'm going the goddamn wrong way too. Um, what's that guy's name? Popular British rapper. Um, Skizza or not Skizza or Skepta, Scepter, some guy like that. I wonder if they call their their good weed petrol. I wonder if they call that shit petrol. I got that petrol on deck. Boy, nah, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. It's an interesting to think about right there. But um, is this light ever gonna turn? Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay, you know, I got these these signs out here for these. Whew, that food looks good. Some nasty ass food, but you know, that's what at night you just crave that nasty food. That catfish fillet. Ooh, boy! So, I'm gonna go back around here. I might go back to that same place and hope those boys are gone. Hope, hope those men realize. They, they, there ain't no suckers out here to be had. But I better watch my gas meter. Because I'm running low on gas. God damn. Oh, son of a bitch. This has just been a mess. I'll tell you what, guys. This has been a goddamn mess. Alright. Oh. My bad. I just took a took a hard uh, hard turn and phone kind of went flying. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, got disconnected. But um, I'm back here still looking for that gas. You know, that real gas, not this this bullshit. Um, I'm gonna find it though. I know I'm gonna find it. <laughs> Woo! I know as I burp a lot on uh, the mic. I hope you guys don't get too offended by that. Probably think I'm a disgusting man, but when you're talking a lot, there's just something about it that you know. You just your, your throat just wants to. Get out, empty out. Um, okay, we're coming back around here. Let's see. Let's see, guys. You know this can, this is kind of fun. It's kind of a fun game for y'all. You know you're you're kind of listening to a horror film. Like will will I live, or am I about to be slaughtered? Back up, back around the mountain. 
But anyway, what else did I want to get get uh, going, get saying today? Um, I did want to mention uh, mention a few things, few things, thank, 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 thanks. Um, I think mainly I wanted to mention about how 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 rude some people can be. You know, just rude people. A lot of rude people these days. There we go. In there. Get in there. (laughs) Alright. Coming back around. Milwaukee here, we're home of the Clement Sausage. If you ever have any Clement Sausage, you know you got that shit from M-Town, Milwaukee. And it looks like this man is gone, or he's just inside. But I ain't fucking with him this time, I'm just going straight inside. If he's not, if he's in there, good for him, but at least I'm indoors with some men around me. No homo. But, um... Yeah, we'll see how this goes, you know? I'm just trying to get some gas and maybe a few snacks. Alright, man, I figured it out. I'm out here, I got the gas. I got myself some snacks. I know I shouldn't be eating this late, but you only live once. YOLO! And you're only young once. I just got to get up. I really got to get up and run in that morning. I know I'm not going to do it, but you know, you tell yourself that. Um, Tell yourself that. You really do. Let's hope this one of these secret parking spots is open. And everything will be good. Hell yeah, it's open. Damn it, I did it again, guys. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You guys ever mess with the uh, Vintners? I believe they're called. Yeah, Vintner brand. They make a mean hot chip. But they also... I'm not really into hot chips. But... I saw that they had a movie theater butter popcorn. And goddamn, I don't usually like those just bagged popcorns, you know? Already popped. I'm not into that. It's usually no good. I'm a big popcorn uh, connoisseur. Um, you know, you know, you know. I went into the theater just for some popcorn not too long ago. But this Vintners, I think they're actually based out of the Shy City. They make a hell of a bag. And this is already popped, pre-popped. You don't got to do shit. But pop that, you know, pop that bag open. And you go into town, boy. That's Vintners. V-I-T-N-E-R-S. And that is not, I am not being paid to say this. I mean, they can pay me to say this. I would love that, Vintners. But I'm just a big fan, bro. I'm a big ass fan. What else did I get? Got a lot of 
Got a lot of bullshit. Got some donuts. You know, just for those them snacks. That's where you get it at the gas station. Now, I'm not eating them all at night, so don't think of me like that. But, um... I did want to announce real quick before I go inside that your boy has made it to the finals in both his fantasy football leagues. He is a semi-finalist in both leagues. First place or second place, both of them. I'm getting at least $1,000 if I win both or at least 600 and that's if I got second in both of them. And your boy did it. He did it without playing Chubb. He did it with James Conner hurt. He did it with that miraculous move playing Damian Williams. He did it with his opponent being allowed to play Jalen Samuels as a tight end? What? But you know what? Karma bit him because... He had Keenan Allen, and he came up with a big donut himself. Zero. Because he got injured right away. And you know what? It's a good storyline because in the finals, it is now me versus my father. It is master versus pupil. And it's going to be a hell of a matchup. I'm excited for it. And I hope he's ready, cause I'm pl- I'm not I'm not taking I'm not holding no holds barred, bro. This is an all out. This is a cage match. Anything goes. No disqualification. I'm pulling out all the stops, man. And um, I'm excited, man. I'm in both finals. How many? I mean. So all that bullshit every week when I'm like, God, I got to pick this lineup, dude. It all paid off. It all paid off. In my Pick'em League, I'm pretty close to winning the money in that, too. But, um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped up about that, man. You know, it doesn't happen much. And as a man, you feel great about that because you feel like you just know shit. You're like, man, I'm the ultimate sports knowledge, matchup knowledge. Hey, Packers, you need a new coach? Call your boy. I got you. That's how you feel. That's just how you feel. Um, so, yeah, I'm pumped up about that. I'm real pumped up. <sighs> we got... um. We're gonna, you know, we out here, we out here. I don't know what else to say. Um, I did want to say that I hate when people say howdy. Guys coming in here saying howdy. Like, who the fuck are you, bro? This, this fucking Woody, this Tom Hanks, bro, is saying howdy. Get out of here with that shit, bro. I'm saying howdy. And most of the time, it comes across condescending. Howdy. Come on. And you know what? 
I do want to give a shout out to Christian McCaffrey. Because I have never seen a baller, a white man ball like he has in my life. Um, and consecutively and consistently. Not just, you know, even Gronk, I think he's falling, down, he's falling apart. And quarterbacks don't really count because they don't take the hits and everything. So get out of here with that bullshit. Um, you know what I wanted to know and I'm going to look up right here. Is Christian McCaffrey related to Ed McCaffrey? Some of you might know Ed McCaffrey, the wide wide receiver for the Denver Broncos back when Elway was around. I loved that man. I wrote his name on a Denver Broncos hat I had. Ed McCaffrey was a boss. And let's see, because that will explain everything, if it if it's true. Um, personal life. Christian's father, Ed McCaffrey, played football at Stanford and in the NFL, mostly for the Denver Broncos. What do you know? My man, Ed McCaffrey. Whew, I am a huge Chris McCaffrey fan now, man. All the way. Fan duel every week. Next year, drafting him. And that's what I find interesting that I got in the finals in both leagues. Because that's hard, man. Because, you know, you don't want to have the same team. But then at the same time, it's like, once you get the, the semifinals, like, I had Gurley in one league and I was against him in another one. And the same with Tyreek Hill. And then you get to this point where you're like, shit, do I want this guy to do good or not? And I kind of got lucky where the guy I, the guys I that did so well for me weren't on the other teams. So I didn't need those guys that were on both teams to do well. And luckily they didn't really. But that's where it gets tricky. And that's how it, why it's so hard to beat. In the final in both leagues. I'm kind of shocked it happened for me. And I did do. I gotta give it. You know I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I made sure I didn't pick the exact same team. In both leagues. I picked a couple guys. I picked Diggs in both. Because I like him. But I I made sure to pick. Kind of take the chances. And split them up. You know. So one team. It's like. This team was all these guys. That I think could do good and this team was all these guys that I also think could do good and then because of the way the free agents work um, I was able to pick up some dudes some of them I didn't get to pick up so I didn't have them in both leagues Um, but I did make some good pickup plays Elijah McGuire um, Isaiah McKenzie because we got the one league we're deep we're real deep and the scoring is tough. You get like 10 points that's real good. So um I don't know, man. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I'm winning it all. I'm telling you I'm going to be a two-time champ. I better order those two belts for Christmas right now. That reminds me I got to finish that Christmas shop and I want my family to know I love them. And especially if I'm getting that bread from these from this hard work. Maybe I could be the new Adam Schefter. 
Kevin Butler reports, you know, if Stephen A. Kevin Butler says, hell no, the Rams ain't shit, boy. Let me tell you why, you know? How about them Bears? How about them Browns, boy? We out here. This has been a quite a week. Quite a week. The Maple Leafs beat the Devils, my brother's team, 7-2? to <laughs> What is this? Women's League? Come on. Oh, man. What is this? The, uh, oh, the Jags versus the Colts, 7-2? <laughs> Got him, boy. Let's go, Leafs, go. Beating them Debbies. Beating them Debbies like we Kareem Hunt, boy. Alright, alright. I'm sorry. That was a little too far. A little too far. But, um. Hey. I'm excited. I'm just a little so. A little so amped up that some things might come out of my mouth right now that aren't okay. That aren't okay. I might need to take a breather. And I'm just going to come out and say it. Where are your gold medals? When I win these championships, I'm going to walk around with two gold medals like Kurt Angle. And I'm going to say, where are your gold medals? Every time someone says shit to me. Where are your fucking gold medals, brother? Booyah. Hey, so, uh... Yeah, I'm going to be a little honest here. I took a couple days in between recording this, so uh, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, but let me tell you something, man. There's a uh, cat I work with who's actually uh, working for me for the night, and uh, this man works himself to, to, to death. He's literally in there doing the Undertaker eye roll, and he ain't playing. He's in there, eyes rolling back, the whites of his eyes coming out. You can almost hear the, the bell ringing, the music. You can almost hear JR and Jerry the King Lawler yelling, It's a tiger! It's a tiger! But, um, so, you know, pray for pray for him, man. And he is, he's a very straight-laced um, engineer student at MSOE, so he ain't on any narcotics or anything. Just, you know, tired. Working himself, trying to get himself through school. That's kind of what's sad today, man. These schools are just so expensive. Who can afford them anymore? Is it even worth it, man? This poor man looks like he's about to die. I mean, he looks like the dead man. You know, that's enough about him. I mean, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated if, you know, I gotta attend any any kind of uh, take or funerals. But, um, I, you know, I don't know what to, what to tell him. You shouldn't take all those shifts, man, if you're gonna be that tired. Um, but me and him have had some beef in the past, so, you know. I feel bad. Sometimes, you know, when you you don't like someone. It's not even I don't like them. We just had beef. But, you know, sometimes you just take a, 
get a glimpse of something and you relate with them and it changes everything. And that was one of those times. Not that we've been arguing or fighting lately, but uh, I saw him and I was just like, damn, dude. I hope he's okay. And I don't know what the hell this lady's talking at. This man honking at. He needs to relax, though. Take it down a notch, buddy. Um, people out here trying to get dead. Straight up. So, a couple stories I, uh, well, you know, a couple things I had on my mind. I was thinking, how close are these scientists to getting, you know, Maybe you can uh, have your, you know, one of a buddy of mine takes some pills that make make his semen kind of taste like sugar, kind of tastes a little sweet, so his lady can, you know, enjoy what she's doing. And I'm thinking, how close are these scientists to getting you to, you know, maybe do some spray paint, get different colors coming out, so you know, you got a signature color, you know. You know, man. You know, all of us men are coming out, coming out white. Maybe we can start coming out. You know, maybe I'm a Maple Leafs man fan. Maybe I can literally, instead of bleeding blue, I can come blue. You know, show my support. Kind of, kind of, you know, change the game a little bit. Then maybe you see, you know, when you see someone with a blue tongue or blue. Uh, blue around the, the, the lip area and you kind of think hey, hey bro you have one of them uh, Jolly Ranchers or one of them suckers now nah, you're going you're gonna to be a little more suspicious thinking well, hey what what were you sucking on you know um, and I you know maybe, that, maybe that's a little weird to talk about but uh, just something I had on my mind today But, um, yeah, I mean, pretty much that semen idea is probably something that, that uh, Takashi 6ix9ine character could maybe patent or, uh, you know, copyright. But, um, hey, I'm throwing that out your way, bro. Maybe I'd get you out of jail. Maybe the judge would be, if you came up to the judge and said, hey, you know, I've, maybe I've made some, you know, bad music. But I have contributed this to society. Maybe they'd, they'd say, oh, shit. Put this man back on the streets. You know? Um, I don't know what's going on with that guy, actually. I haven't heard much from, from his situation. Last thing I heard, he's, he's kind of fucked. And that's pretty sad, though, you know? You know, once you get a lot of money and you didn't grow up with it, and you, uh, kind of, you know, you kind of think you're a gangster. You start being a little too brazen with how you, how you do things. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with not being, uh, you know, you don't have to be beating people's ass and shit. You know, there's nothing wrong with not being that kind of cat. You could have people around you. But, um, you better not have no contact with them that links you to them. 
I, I just don't know what some of these guys are thinking. You got nothing to prove to nobody, man. You're the one with all the money. You're the one who, talented or not, found a way in this world to make a shitload of money. So they can call you a pussy all they want. Don't let that get to your head, man. Sticks and stones break my bones, you know? But, you know what else I was just thinking of the other day, man? Remember Kosi? That, that, uh, it's kind of like a Chipotle level restaurant, Kosi. Whatever happened to Kosi, man? For a while, that place was the shit. I remember in college, I would stop in the Kosi on campus over by, um, kind of near Union Square, I believe, in New York. And I thought I was, you know, a real New Yorker, real, I was, you know, I was the bee's knees. I thought I was, you know, classy going to Kosi, getting me a TBM, tomato, basil, and mozzarella, I believe. And, you know, a little soup, just eating, you know, a little classier. They were all flatbread sandwiches, you know, which basically... They take normal bread and they flatten it out in uh, somehow that makes you think it's, you know, less carbs or, I don't know, higher end maybe. I'm not sure what the point of it is, but um place was pretty good. And I remember you could buy these little s'mores. You could cook your own s'mores. Maybe that's where they went wrong, man. Maybe they had some arsonists come in. Order order like 20 s'more, s'more candles. Burn that mother to the ground, you know? But yeah, Kosi was big time, man. Right around when Chipotle and all those, all those, that whole group of restaurants was getting big. Panera. I, don't, I just don't know where they went wrong. I don't see them anywhere. I'm sure they exist, though. Um, in fact, I think I know of one not too far away, but... Shouts out shout out to Kosi, man. They got they were that was good stuff, you know. Um Hey uh so uh I'm be chewing some gum here doing this thing, you know. Just kind of uh kind of doing that uh john dorsey of the browns gm buddy boy you know yep you know their guy no i'm sorry i'm just kidding i'm not gonna be doing that to you guys but uh tell you what man lately i've just been sipping water not even no not even sipping man i've been damn near Guzzling water. Damn near water addict. And you know, I heard a man say some of the stupidest shit in the world the other day. Okay? Now I'm gonna go ahead and call this man out. His name is Chris Ryan. He wrote that book, uh, Sex at Dawn, kind of just about how. You know, um, we weren't really, as a species, we're not really meant to be, to be in a one-person relationship, you know? 
in a monogamous relationship. We're supposed to, you know, there's nothing wrong with with uh, finding beauty in other other people and and all this shit. And um, I kind of agree with him. I do see what he's saying there. But um, he just ba- pretty much it sounds like based off that one thing that he he firmly believes decides that uh, he only listens to cues his body gives him so for instance he said that that whole drink this much water a day thing is bullshit and that really it's um, you should just drink as much water as you feel if I'm thirsty drink water and I was like, you are a dumb motherfucker, bro. Really? So, you're telling me... Yeah, my body doesn't feel it needs vegetables, so I shouldn't eat them? You know? That's just stupid. That's not true. At all. Some of it's learned behavior. And you're an asshole. And he's a pretentious guy, so... Uh, he came across pretty serious about it but um I just had to say that um kind of get that off my chest and you know that's the kind of thing that you can you can be smart in some areas and just a complete moron in others or kind of take some things to the extreme and then you know kind of you know things don't apply to everything to the same thing you can't apply the same thing or action to everything in your life. I mean, take uh, Josh Gordon, for example. And this is something I wanted to bring up. And it's very sad. And uh, let me just tell you, you know, think about Josh Gordon. You know, Joshua Gordon. It's a sad story, you know, it's a tragic tale. Honestly, it's kind of um Greek tragedy, man, flying too close to the sun, but the thing about Josh Gordon, man, is you can't just put his one mindset towards everything. You know, he can't just take his athletic mindset and put it towards his mental health issues just doesn't work like that when you do do that you may find some short term success but you're going to end up burning yourself out and going right back to it and um you know I I'm not an old man but I'm you know I've lived through some things and I'm just speaking You know, from what I know from experience and uh, what I've seen around me. And obviously what's happening with him. And not only that, um, there's a man named uh, Louis Riddick who uh, does some commentary on ESPN. He was on there saying he actually came full circle about the whole issue that he used to think, you know, like an athlete. He used to think, dude, there's a problem. Get your shit together and fix it. You know, put towards the work to get to get it taken care of. 
but that he started to see friends and um, even himself and you know he realized it's not that easy with some of these things these things are they lurk and these things they stick around man um, it's just not that easy and uh, it's a sad thing to watch happen to a friend or buddy or anyone you may know but it's just an example right there that you can't just take you can't just use the same approach for everything. That That's kind of all I'm, I'm getting at with there. Um, but man, Josh Gordon was... I mean, if you remember, he was one of the most incredible talents we've ever seen. And people were always, you know, shoot that down and say, Oh, yeah, for how long? And, you know, some bullshit like that. As if they were once all-stars on, on the uh, gridiron. But, um... Man, and he, and just to think, he was he was he was uh, keyed up when he was doing all that. Said he was taking taking Xanax bars, drinking, you know, get getting getting warm with some shots of Henny before the game, just to warm up his his muscles and body. And um, he was still making plays, still just beasting. And, I, you know, frankly, I don't know how he did it. I mean, part of it was he was a young man. And, uh, you know, your, your resilience back then, you're, you're a fresh rubber band. You know, you just snap right back, too. You could do anything. You could, you know, shoot up a bunch of horse tranquilizers and two hours later take the ACT, you know? You know what I mean? That's just, you know, how we are when we're younger. But um, it's very sad for him, and you know, you're gonna end up seeing him. Sadly, with Johnny Manziel, you know, probably in the CFL. You know, still getting lit, doing their thing, and then one day they're gonna make a hell of a thirty for thirty about what really was going on, and that's what I can't wait to see. I just want to see that. Because I don't think... Even that kind of tell-all article Gordon put out... I don't think it was a real tell-all. You know, he he told a little bit. But um, there's a lot more to to be heard there. Um, The one good thing about Josh Gordon is it's another great move by the, the Cleveland Browns which we're not used to seeing great moves by the Cleveland Browns but they obviously were on point here they knew what they were doing man and um, they knew he was kind of a ticking time bomb as sad as it is and um, hey they got rid of him. You know, it's... It's truly sad, but, um... It, it probably had to be done. And, um... I, I'll tell you, man, the Browns are really turning around. And it's crazy because you really thought... 
you know, with, with, um, what, what, what's his name, uh, Haley, you know, Todd, Todd Haley, you really thought he was gonna be the, the big thing, you know, you thought, oh yeah, we just got him from the Steelers, we're making moves, but it turns out he was kind of a scrub too, and honestly, no wonder the Steelers didn't want him. And these new boys we got in, we got Freddie Kitchens in here. Um, we got you know Bounty Greg Williams in in uh, head coach. These guys are are turning the team around, and um, you know Baker's Baker's going through a lot of turmoil there, but um, I think it's kind of good for him. Um, Especially to get, you know, I don't think Hugh Jackson is good for young, young players. Um, I think he's a little too, too easygoing. Um, you know, he's not strict enough. You know, the NFL is very military-esque. And I think, you know, when you're just telling kind of Hugh Jackson in it, going, you know, that's okay. You tried. You know, we tried out there. We're getting better. Um, you're not really... You're you're not really gonna be getting the best from these guys um, on a week to week basis. So I'm excited to see the Browns make make the playoffs because I'm thinking they're gonna do it. That's what I'm thinking. They're playing the absolutely destroyed Bengals. No AJ Green. No Tyler Boyd. No Red Rocket. Andy Dalton. No Cheeto Santino Dalton. You know, like, who do they got? They got nada. And I love it. And it's in Cleveland. And I damn near want to pick the Cleveland defense in my fantasy football um, championship league. But the thing about it is... I just don't know, man. I heard there's going to be high gust winds, so I don't think there's going to be much throwing in the first place. And then, um, I don't know. I still, I just don't think the Browns are going to, defense is worth, you know, it's kind of just turnovers only that count in uh, fantasy football. So I'm going with the Titans defense because they're they're a force to be reckoned with and they got a good matchup playing uh the Redskins who also don't have a quarterback I don't I believe they may not have AP this week um where he's injured I forget but um I'm feeling good about that pick um what else guys what else, guys, 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 guys? I was thinking the other day about, uh, I was thinking of that song, Silent Night, kind of thinking, thinking of making a, maybe a B movie called Silent Night, and it's a, kind of like a, like a, like a Jesus Christ ninja that's a silent assassin. A knight, of course, but, um, he kind of, you know, comes from around the bushes and just, yeah, you know, just slices you up. That and that would be called Silent Night. Um, 
KN, of course. Um, that could even be a, a um, Batman flick, you know, Silent Night. Um, maybe, uh, you know, everyone hates that voice. Maybe, maybe we get a deaf Batman in there. Get get a little diverse. And then um, we got a Batman in there. That's you know, really, really. Um, I don't know what's the, what's the word. Um, you know, got some challenges he's overcoming, and um, he's the Silent Knight. But. I'm a huge Batman guy myself, so there's no disrespect there. In fact, I actually think it's a decent idea. I I think you could truly turn that into a decent script. I um, what else happened this week, guys? I uh, my you know my daughter, she went for you know her half a year checkup. And uh, she's doing great, you know, even being premature, 31 weeks. Uh, she's doing very well. She's um, even height and weight. She's like basically a normal baby. Um, not far off, at least, you know, it's a, little, a little lower percentile, but she's uh, alert, reacting. Um, It's great to hear, man. You know, you always, you know, always, you always worry about your baby, no matter what, what you're seeing. Um, you, you just never know. You want to hear that doctor say, "Yeah, he, yeah, she's all good," and um, and I can't wait till you know one day she's at the age I don't have to worry about that. That I can just let her take care of her own self. But, you know, I worry that I'm never going to be able to get to that point. That I'm going to always be protective. And I don't want to be that guy, you know. I don't want to be out there when my kid's, you know, 40 years old telling her, don't do this, don't do that, you know. You know, she can be be your own person. You know, we're all always, always uh, learning and, and uh, developing. But, you know, she's going to be who she is. Um, but yeah, things have been going well there, and, um, even with the, with, um, the baby mama, we, everything's been real cordial, and, um, just, you know, I think it's gonna be, gonna have a great life for this little, little chillin', so, um, I feel great about that, um. It's going to be a happy holidays having 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 little Zoe down there in Illinois, you know, with the rest of the fam. And, um, you know, she's, she's really my joy right now, man. Just more and more, you know. I was a little afraid when, when they're real young, it's scary. You know, you're, you're almost like, oh, shit, should I, really, should I really be responsible for this thing? But as they get a little older, and they get the hang of it, and they're not so fragile, it just becomes so fun, you know? You're you're like, this is the shit. I want to be with her 
you know? Um, I just can't wait to do all kinds of things with her, you know, take her, you know, take her ice skating, take her playing hockey, and, um, you know, whatever she wants to do too, man, I'm willing to get good at stuff that I don't, you know, like or, you know, stuff that I'm not just trying to make her good at, you know, I'm not, I'm that much of a psycho, but, um, yeah, just excited, I guess that's the best word for it, um, I know I had some other things to jump in, into here, um, trying to do it without, without, um, you know, causing severe, severe wrecks on the highway, no, I'm not even on the highway, and I'm not even actually driving very fast, I'm in a, in a suburban neighborhood as we speak, but, you know, I'm playing it safe. Once again, you got the kid at home. You play it safe. It's just not worth it. I'm noticing. You know, I was in. Um, I was uh, other day had a ticket to uh, combat about a um, driving too closely to the car ahead of me. That was the ticket I got. And in fact, when I got up there after hours. And yeah, of course I had the baby that day, so you know she's crying. People are looking at me. Um, when I get up there, she's like, "Oh well, I would give you no points on your license, but you hit the car, so you know what's the point? Your insurance found out anyway." And I was like, "Bitch, what?" No, I didn't say bitch. What? I was like, "What? I didn't hit a car." And she was like, "Oh, you didn't." And she looks at it again and she says, no, you didn't. Well, why the hell did they give you a ticket? And I thought, exactly, why the hell did they give me a ticket? Because they're getting that quota. You know, the best time during the holidays. Thank you, police. So they actually just upped my, um, upped the fee a little bit and I got zero points. But that helps for the, you know, insurance and your license, but... You know, I mean, that's a good, whew, that's a good 150 right there, buck 50, good buck 50 right there going towards the, towards the, um, the, the Glendale, the Glendale Police Department that I'm sure they don't even need, or they're gonna, you know, mis, misdirect, they're gonna, you know, somehow, uh, not be able to account for it, you know, like, like these other government agencies do. And as I speak, I'm driving by a policeman right now, just lurking. And he's going to pull out in front of me, and I wasn't even driving fast. So, let's see what happens here. No, I think I'm good, man. He just, you know, sometimes they like to pull out. They like to... They like to scare you, you know? They like to they like to come out and kind of kind of just let you know that your their presence is around, you know? Um I was the only man, only car coming down, so yeah, he turned away now. But you know, they like to come out, see how you react, you know, see if I all of a sudden I speed up or I start making turns, getting all nervous, swerving, you know? Um 
And that's what they do, man. That's what these guys do. As every day they do this. They just fuck with people, you know? And then we wonder why they do some of the things they do. Every day they're fucking with people. That's basically their main job. Is to fuck with you. I mean, also, you know, they're around a lot... I've mentioned this in the past. They're around a lot of terrible things that might desensitize them and kind of, you know, create some issues. But, um, you know... They're just they're just ball busters, really. That's what the policemen are. It's a bunch of men busting balls, straight up. Well, guys, you know it's been so long here. I mean, goddamn, I don't even know the last time we spoke. I got a big break here in between podcasts, but let me tell you something. I only won one of my championships. And I'm fairly certain I'm never getting that money. You know, people be fucking, you know, claiming they giving you that money. They ain't giving you that money. They'll be like, hey, what's your PayPal, bro? That money ain't coming no time soon. No time soon. But, um, it's all good, man. You know, it was all good just a week ago. It really wasn't my fault. I had a couple players sitting out. And, uh, you know, that's just the way it goes, bro. You can't win them all, but you can certainly make it to the finals like a boss hog gangster, like the Bill Belichick of fantasy football, guaranteed to make the finals. Guaranteed to make it there. Hold on, my brother just sent me a my goodness Connor McDavid a um little clip of of uh C C Mac McDavid. Oh sweet Jesus. This man He is unbelievable, bro. This man, the puck comes up in air, and he just literally gives a little tip, get a little tip tap into the top shelf for a goal. He's he, Connor McDavid. It's over, bro. Connor McDavid, bro. Over. And none of you should say shit about my man Connor McDavid. He is a goat. Go. I'll even say that over Austin Matthews, man, because, you know, they kind of duke it out. Uh, you know, one one's American, one's Canadian, and um, you want to know who the best. But um, I got to say right now, I mean, Connor McDavid has got a little advantage, you know, he's, he's a little older. He's been around the league. But he's obviously better. Just straight up being for real. Ain't talking that shit. But dude, who is... I'm literally in an alley. And there's three cars behind me, bro. Am I about to get mugged, dude? Get the fuck out of here. I'm pulling in right here. Y'all ain't mugging me today. 
Jesus, dude. The fucking balls on these people. Big old balls, bro. Like Randy from South Park. Just big old balls. Let's see if I'm at the right spot here. 779. Huh? Huh? Yeah, this is it. Alright, boys. No stylist. I got that fucking song stuck in my head. My homie was giving me shit because there's that video of Thug, Young Thugger, with uh, no stylist on. He's in the gym with a dress on, doing some layups. But he's swaggy, man. He's got that. He's tall. He can dunk. He's he's throwing up layups looking like Dr. J. Just because you're wearing a skirt, bro? Come on. He probably did that shit on purpose to annoy people like you. Get that clout. But uh, now I got no stylus stuck in my head. What sounds like thug. That's the thing too. French Montana kind of ripped them off. But um. Hell yeah man. It's getting cold as a witch's tit out of here. I'll tell you that much. (sighs) I was just taking that one in and. Um, the door opened to this place. It's kind of like a speakeasy. But you know, it's uh, it smelled of uh, kind of cheeseburgers and um, you know, fried fried foods. Um, and this man was walking in, and he immediately goes, "Oh, it smells fire!" <laughs> and for some reason, that really cracked me up, dude. Man, because you know, I felt him, man. He was just in the moment. And you know, as a guy, sometimes. You don't really care how douchey you sound. You just... Something hits that brainwave, you just react, you know? He's, he hit... He got a little whiff. Got a little hit of that... Got a little... little hit of that fried food. And he said, oh, that's fire. That shit's fire. And then I, I, I heard him vaguely... I heard him say, I'm definitely getting food. And you know, sometimes that's all it takes, bro. It's a little whiff, bro. They should just be... You know, Jimmy John's actually got that free smell sign because they know that the free smells gonna get you to buy that sandwich. You get that smell, bro. You get a little hitter of that smell. You coming in. And a lot of shit, you know, our senses tell other senses. Let's get it, you know. You know, say you meet a lady and, um, It doesn't smell of straight tuna fish. It smells pretty decent. Your brain's telling you, oh, that's fire. I'm definitely eating that. You know? It's kind of the same damn thing. That's that and that's just natural. That's instinctual. Um That might have been a little a little intense to say, but you know, that's how it works. And uh shout out to them ladies out there keeping them themselves clean. For sure, for show, sure, for show. Sure. Uh, Alright, I'm out here. I see the police over here. What are they doing, bro? One of them's got a goddamn commie hat on. One, You know one of them babushkas or whatever those hats are called? Those winter hats that don't even really cover your ears? I don't know. I never understood that. How the hell that shit keeping your head, head warm, bro? The whole point of the hat for me... Is my ears. That's why they make ear muffs. You know. And this is motherfucker bald. 
No, he's staring at me. Hey, bro, this, this, these subs ain't for you, bro. Back off. And don't be stealing my Nintendo Switch. I'm hiding this shit, man. I don't trust the police. Next thing I know, I'll come out. There'll be a sticky note on my door. Sorry. We smelled, you know, we smelled illicit, um, illicit drugs. So we broke into your car and had to confiscate this Nintendo Switch in case there was some paraphernalia or some, um, something else in it. And that's how they get you, bro. I just watched a movie, uh, The Place Beyond, Behind the Pines or whatever. Great film. Kind of, you know, I didn't really get it when I first watched it. But the point is that these things happen. And sometimes the cops, you know, you don't think behind it that these people do these crimes for their own family. Or, you know, it's not always their fault they're in this position. And this man, Ryan Gosling, hadn't killed any. He hadn't hurt anyone. Um, You know, he scared the shit out of some people. But then when it comes down to it, the cops, you know, they bust out first. They can always get away with it by saying, you know, they reached for a gun or something. But then it, it creates a cycle because that man's son grows up knowing, well, he didn't know at first, but he finds out, spoiler alert, that his dad was killed by a cop. And then it's a whole cycle, bro. He starts, he grew up without a dad, so he's a little shady himself. Then he starts hating cops, and then he becomes the same guy. So we're not really fighting or stopping crime. We're just creating kind of crime families, like mini uh, Gambinos, mini, uh, mini, mini crime crime organizations, crime fans. Wow, that's a great film, man. But why did I bring that up again? Place behind the pines, about the cops. Oh, but the cops, man, they came in. They knew we robbed the bank, so they came in and um, told the wife that they were on duty when they weren't. It was Ray Liotta. You know how intimidating that motherfucker is. And they said, we're going to go upstairs. We want to just see if we find any money that was stolen. And they went to go up with them, and they said, hey, just so you know, if you're up there and we find it, you're an accessory to the crime. So stay your ass down here. So they go up. And they look under the baby bed. Because they know you keep things closest to your heart. They snatch that money and they leave bro. And that's fucked up right there. And that's what these cops do sometimes. Good cops, bad cops. You know there's always good guys. I just delivered to a nice cop. Seemed like a nice man. Gave me a about a $10 tip. On a $13 order. Nice gentleman. Um, but there's also some crooks out there. Especially back... This movie was taking place back in... You know... Uh, late 80s. Early 90s. So... You know, before... People had a little different morals back then. But yeah. That's life, man. Can't expect them all to be good guys. Just can't do it. Another thing, man... Do people know what fucking fashion is anymore, dude? Because I've been getting a lot of shit lately when I say I'm a Bears and Browns fan because I wear this Raiders coat. And listen, bro. 
I'm a pale man. And I just look good in black. You know? Black's my color. Slims me down. I used to be a little emo back in the day. So, you know, I like I like wearing black. And I also just like the Raiders logo. You know, it looks like you might kill a man. You know, it might... Guy, you know, a guy comes up to you wearing a, uh... I mean, come on. What, what the fuck can I think of here? Wearing a fucking... Goddamn Detroit Lions jacket. You're gonna be threatened by that guy? Even knowing he's from Detroit? Hell no, dude. He's wearing baby blue. He's got some lame-ass lion on there. Guy comes up wearing that pirate Oakland Raiders... Maybe he's got those uh, Legion of Doom aren't um, those you know the fans they get they get hyped up they wear that th- those vests. Maybe he's got one of those bad boys on, bro. You think you're gonna be fucking with that guy? Hell no, dude. Hell no. And I'm just sick of people, you know, thinking, trying to call me a hypocrite or say that I like too many teams just because I'm wearing the Raiders. And, you know, I don't hate the Raiders, but it's mainly, you know, I'm, I'm one of those uh, dudes that wears sports teams as a fashion, you know. I still wear a um, a Phoenix Coyotes old school, you know, when they had that logo that looked like you were on DMT or ayahuasca. It's very, very native um, inspired. I still wear one of those jerseys. And I'm not, I mean, besides a couple players, I'm not a, what, Clayton Keller. That's all I can really even think of right now because they got rid of Max Domi. And I forgot about, do they have Kachuk? Brady Kachuk? I forget, man. I like him too, though. But anyway, uh, I'm not a fan. In fact, I hated him because of Mike Smith for a long time. And I don't even think their newer logo is that cool. A lot of people like that, like uh, maroon, maroon five looking uh, coyote head. That's like in the in the midst of howling or whatever. I don't even think that's cool, bro. But I'll wear the jersey because you know it's cool looking, and I like that with the Devils as well. Except I don't own a Devils jersey. That's my brother's team, and I think I should. You know, support the team like Jason Putty from Seinfeld said. And I might, you know, I might get out of here one day and support the team straight up. But until then, you ain't going to see me wearing that shit, bro. Hell no. But anyway, I'm sick of people saying that, man. I like to wear black. I'm rocking a black Carhartt hat as well. In do I look like a construction worker, bro? I'm just trying to stay warm out here with the Carhartt. You got people, you know, the fucking making memes and shit. Like hipsters will be, you know, wearing clothes that they don't really do. But it's only, you know, it's only if it's it's insulting, you know. You wouldn't you wouldn't make a meme of a man wearing a Patagonia vest and he's not a I don't know, a, a rich douchebag. You wouldn't make a meme of that? No. 
So, I don't know. That's just been bugging me lately, man. Everyone needs to turn it down a notch, man. I'll wear whatever the fuck I want, bro. And you know what? You remember when you were, like, uh, in college? You'd wear any team. I actually saw a couple flashback memories of myself and even some friends. They're wearing all kinds of teams, man. We're in Seattle. I mean, just just random-ass teams because they thought... Because back then, it was like we were jumping on a bandwagon as we thought they were getting good. Or we just thought, hey, this matches my outfit. This matches my shoes. And what's wrong with that, dude? It's just sports fashion. That's my thing. Sports fashion. But um, I took a little heat about that today, so um, that's why I brought it up. But... Um, you know, it's not that big of a deal, so forget it. Anyway, um, what else was I going to say? Uh, Oklahoma sucks. That's what I want to say. And they shouldn't even be in this game right now. It should be Ohio State. Um... Gonna give the Heisman to a man who might not even play the fucking sport, bro. Come on, dude. Come on. I hate that shit. And I actually got in a feud with a friend the other day because I was talking shit about college sports. Because listen, man. The thing about college sports is I don't care, dude. I like Ohio State. And... Honestly, that's about it. But I don't want to hear shit from you until you're in the pros against real competition showing me you're good. I don't want to see you, you know, balling fucking basically me when I was in college. You know, a lot of those guys out on the field or the court go to school and sports, honestly, is their second their second thing. They're there for school. Or, they're only good because they're in college, bro. Once they get to that next level, they ain't going to be good anymore. And that's why I just don't care, man. A friend of mine got a little annoyed with me saying that, but I was like, dude, you know, there's just too many instances of these college superstars getting to the big leagues and they can't hang, bro. So, I don't care if you can run around a bunch of, you know, fucking... 19 year old frat frat boys and throw the long ball to a, a man wide open because the safeties ran out of breath like two minutes ago I don't really care dude let me see you in the big leagues when everyone's fast everyone squats 8 million pounds and you gotta you know you gotta will your way to victory that's why I like Russell Wilson Cause that boy right there, man, you know, he's a man that was not really given the um, the athlete's body type, but he's extremely athletic, and that's what keeps him. Um, and he's determined, and that's why he he he'll always be. Honestly, in my mind, Russell Wilson's one of the greatest of all time, and he's one of my favorite of all time too. Um, I always tell people, 
my favorite quarterbacks, Russell Wilson. I just there is no one more fun to watch than him, dude. When he's he just makes plays out of nothing, man, and and he's got no team. That's the thing. He's throwing to Doug Baldwin, bro. Doug Baldwin. I I mean I think Doug Baldwin. I'm pretty sure he's Billy and Alex' younger brother. And they just found out maybe, you know, I think actually, you know, once they got a little popular and they got all PC and shit, they adopted a young black man. And Doug Baldwin kind of looks like one of those, he could be one of them black men who was raised by a white family or, you know, not, not in a racist way. He just comes across as kind of like a, like an uppity kind of guy, you know? Um, kind of, kind of, kind of gives me that, gives me a little vibe that I'm like, eh, I don't know about you, man. But um, that's Dougie Baldwin, Dougie Dougie Fresh from the Seattle um, Seahawks, and he'll make some good catches from now and now and then. I'm not gonna deny that. But who's winning the Super Bowl, man? Let's talk about that. I'm going with the Bears making it. Straight up. Barring injury, they're making that Super Bowl. And we're Super Bowl shuffling all the way to the goddamn bean. That little bean we got. You know, the um, kind of a sexual sexual thing to have in the middle of a city but we got a little bean constructed by the water there in Chicago but um, I'm just not I'm not ready or sold on some of these teams like the Rams you know like I think teams gotta be hot and uh, the Rams are anything but hot lately and now they're dealing with injuries and I think if you take Todd Gurley out, the Rams are a very subpar team. Jared Goff, I mean, it, we did see what coaching can do with Goff because everyone thought he was a bust. And then, you know, actually, the owner of my, my job told me that what happened was the new coach came in and they started talking to him more, in, you know, through the mics and in the, in the helmet. And that's when he started getting better because they kind of had to tell him what to do. He's not the kind of guy that can, you know, he's not maybe he's not ready to go off the the seat of his own, whatever that saying is, seat of his own pants or whatever. But I'm not really sold on them. I mean, dude, they got a ridiculous defense. Like, if you're playing Madden, those men are all like 95 overall and somehow they still give up 50 something points to the Kansas City Chiefs come on you ain't winning a Super Bowl doing that especially if Gurley ain't healthy then we got uh, and you know I'll tell you I've said it on here I think but the year the Panthers lost to the Broncos when Manning only threw for like a hundred yards, is when I really got it into my head. Defense wins 
the championship. Because, dude, the Panthers were slaughtering men. Just 40 points, throwing it up. Just Cam, Superman, Newton all day. And then they meet the Broncos. Vonnie Miller. My man, the Old Spice, you know, Mr. Old Spice himself. And they can't do shit. And they lose, even with Manning having a trash-ass game. And I'm pretty sure at that point, Manning had no neck. He was kind of like that, you know, that new meme of that that man who got arrested, who kind of had no neck. Kind of looked like one of the Koopas from the Mario Brother movie. And, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I'm just not buying it on them. The Saints, you know, also some of these teams like the Rams and the Saints, I think come these cold weather seasons, and if they're not playing an indoor game, whew, they ain't winning shit, bro. They're not meant for that. They're not built for that. Um... Hold up one second. Anything? No, but we're taking an order right now. I'm doing my podcast, bro. Want to say what up? I will say what up. What up, podcast? Hey, this is Rodell. He stole my uh, receipts the other week. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) And he is a man. Rodell's a man who, um, he's got kind of an undercut. One of the modern haircuts. He's fresh. He's got some nice white sneakers, and um, he he's a tall he's a tall lanky man. Um, you know, back in the day, you know, possibly before they let brothers play basketball, he could have been in the NBA playing. You know, playing hoops. But you know, once they let them brothers in there. It was over for guys like like Rodell. But anyway, yeah, the Saints, I think they got an amazing team, but also the defense, just not that good. But they should be good. So we'll see, man. I would love to see the Saints win, and I think if any of those teams, you know, the Saints, Chiefs, um, Rams, those those kind of favorites, I'm I'm going with the Saints, even over the Chargers also. Um, for the Super Bowl, just because they have such a solid offense, two great running backs who complement each other well, grab pretty decent receiving core, but then they got Drew Brees, Drew Brees, you know, and um, that's gonna be the Browns one day. Now that we got Baker, you see Baker out there slanging. And, you know, he's just so into the game, bro. Getting fined for doing things because he's so passionate. And I love Baker, man. And you know what? I called it before the season. I said 8-8. Eight and eight. And if they win this next game, I believe they would be 7-8-1. Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that's what they would be. 7-8-1. So, I mean, you know, that tie was, blame that on Hugh Jackson's dumbass. I was basically right. Eight games. The Browns are coming up, man, and it's a great time to be a Browns fan. 
I'm loving it. But that, speaking of them, you know, I, that might look pretty hard wearing the brown, brown starter jacket with the little orange. But still, if I wore that or the Bears, it just isn't the same as me wearing this Raiders. And it doesn't match with as much either. I'm not kind of the kind of guy who wears like brown boots and shit. I just got black Vans. Um, I don't really, you know, dress Abercrombie look. I don't really wear like light blue jeans and shit. So if I, I can't wear those certain colors, but you know, now I'm thinking about it, I do wear a lot of maple leaf stuff that's blue, and um, I just got a Khalil Mack jersey that's nasty, but it's kind of a dark blue. But I think I could pull off a Browns, you know, the brown starter jacket with the orange, with the little elf on it. So I'm going to look for that. Then I don't have to hear anyone bitching at But um, how about the Raiders winning that game, dude? No one saw that coming. And Raiders one of those teams, I think they're a little fixed, kind of like the Rams. I think they're trying to get new market. Um, I mean, they started rough. But then all of a sudden, you know, come on, what's going on there? How, how'd they just turn it around while giving away everyone? Seems a little weird. But I hope you all had a great Christmas. I'm going to talk, talk about Christmas, some of the things I got real quick. Uh, but yeah, Super Bowl, I'm saying, you know, Patriots, they might still make it, dude. They really might. But, um, can the Chiefs Saints play? Is that possible? I'm going with that if that's a, if that's a thing. No, no, what am I talking about? I already said Bears. Bears Saints? Is that possible? Bears Saints? Or Bears, uh, Chiefs or Bears Patriots? One of those. Um, I always forget what, who's on what side. I'll check that in a second. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Um, dude, I don't want to look it up, bro. Can I just be stupid on this one, uninformed? Um, I don't want to fucking see who's on what side, dude. Does it really even matter? You know how I'll do it? I'll check standings. And then I'll check uh, by, you know, by division or whatever. And fuck Oklahoma, man. They ain't doing shit against Alabama. Although I hope they do end up winning. That'd be pretty sweet. But um, Ohio State should be out there. That's all I got to say. Here we go. Standings. Division, no. Conference. The American Football League. Oh, I forgot about Houston. I love Houston, man. I think they're really underrated. But sometimes they'll lose games that you're like, what? You know? And Baltimore's got such a damn good defense. I think they need another year, though. Um, I mean, if they can keep that defense together. But for Lamar... Lamar Jackson kind of, you know, be even better. But, yeah, so the Saints and Bears and Rams all in the same conference. So, 
It would have to be even. I'm going with Saints or Bears. I'm going to pick two from each. Saints or Bears versus... God, that's tough, man. Saints or Bears versus Chiefs or Chargers. How about that? I got to do it. Even though I know the Patriots are going to end up fucking me over on that. I know it. I'm just going to stick with it. But the Stanley Cup, I'll tell you what, I don't care who's playing the Maple Leafs. They're down. They're going down, bro. Sorry, this asshole, my friend, just called me. He's probably going to call about 30 more times. He does this all the time. Um, He's just calling me. He's a Native American man, and you know how they like to drink. And um, he's watching the the fights tonight. The John Bone Jones versus Alex Gustafson. And that's going to be a good fight, man. I'm excited. But I told him I can't make it tonight, man. I just can't make it. So, um, I don't know why he's calling me. He's probably trying to convince me. or I don't know, bro. I thought I'm broke, man. You know, what happened is... I switched banks and I wasn't really thinking. So I transferred all my money on Christmas Eve. Not thinking, it was late Christmas Eve too. Not thinking, Christmas is a holiday, so it doesn't count as the three to five business days. Then I got um, about two business days until the weekend after Christmas. Um, like, you know, once it gets, it starts processing on that first business day. So then I got two business days, and then it's the weekend, then Monday's New Year's Eve, and Tuesday's New Year's Day. So I might be going with, you know, a week or eight days. I would think by the end of next week, I'll get my money. But, you know, and it's one of those things where the money is out of my other account, but somehow it's just in thin air. You know, like, what the fuck? What are you guys doing with my money? That's why I hate banks, man. I hate them. <sighs> so, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of coasting right now. It's a good thing I'm not a fucking, you know, fucking addict or something. Or fucking fatty. Or, um, nothing serious has happened. I mean, I do need an oil change, but... That's not too bad. Um, But I got rent coming up. And now I'm just bitching to you guys. You know, I don't need to be bitching to you guys. Anyway, what I said when he cut me off was that the Maple Leafs are winning the cup. Straight up. I don't care who they're playing. They're winning the cup. And I'll show you. You'll see. They're winning it. And... They had been winning about every game with at least five goals for like a week straight. But they just lost like four to one today. So, um, you know, I hope they don't hit a slump or anything at the wrong time. But um, I think if we the defense can, you know, hold a little bit, which it has been, surprisingly. And they've got good goaltenders. You know, sometimes I worry if they're Stanley Cup material. But... It, it's not really like that anymore in the, in the um, 
in the NHL. It's not like before you had to have. It's like it was like the NFL. You have to have that quarterback. NHL, you had to have that goalie that could stand on his head and be hot in the playoffs, or else you couldn't win the cup. Um, but lately, I don't think it it matters as much if you got a pretty decent defense. Um, you're still winning. So, uh, and you know, I'm no disrespect to Frederick Anderson. He's a great goaltender. Um, I just worry. He's a big man. That's what makes him so good, honestly. Um, uh, what else here, man? Yeah, John Bone Jones tonight. I'm excited. I was arguing with someone the other day. You know how he got another test. But it was... You know, the tests are just getting better, dude. Um, I know Joe Joe Rogan's said this, but it was a picogram, which is like a trillionth of a gram or some bullshit, or a milligram or something. I don't know. So basically, it's from the same thing that he got caught before, but the test is so good now that it picked it up. So, let's not get carried away. And even if he was, he's taking that little. I mean, come around. Come on, man. What's he, micro-dosing out here? Um, so, yeah, shout out John Bones Jones. I think he's a good man. Um, he might be a little, you know, into the into the uh, devil's dandruff, as they say. But, um... He's an unbelievably talented athlete, so we'll see. We'll see, man. I'm excited to check that. And then I've been hearing all about this Bird Box movie, but I want to hear about. I want to watch this Black Mirror movie, and I want to see that new movie Us from uh, Jordan Peele, who made Get Out. And it's kind of about. It's like a horror movie about fighting your own demons. You know what I mean? They see themselves. I like that idea. Uh, What else did I see that looked good? I watched Shawshank Redemption on Christmas. Because that's a Christmas movie to me, you know. Uh, Andy Dufresne had to crawl through shit. And, you know, use patience of chiseling away at that wall for years. Just to escape and have a good life, man. It's worth it, man. That's how, that's how we all should be living. Um, I had a blessed Christmas, man. I got everything. I got a nice jersey, Khalil Mack. I got finally, man. I haven't had a computer in like five years. I got a iMac. People pitched in, showed their love and support for my artistry. I might start making beats again with my little keyboard, man. I'll be doing a lot more content, letting you guys see who I am, what I look like. And um, I just know I'm going to do a lot of creative things that won't involve watching pornography, I hope. Because that's, that's the big fear of getting the computer. Is now you just got this machine that, man, whew. You know, if I had a flash disk... Oh, Damn, that's a Freudian slip. If I had a flash disc in my pants, you know what I'd be doing every night. So, um, we'll see how it goes. But I'm pumped, man. I also got NBA. I don't know that game for shit. I get my ass whooped by my buddy KC. And then I got Red Dead Redemption 2. Another classic. 
Love that game, man. It is really good. And I maybe shouldn't be playing games the same anymore. But when I, I like to play them when I have my daughter. Because, you know, you gotta be... It's hard to... You know, you can't be doing too much. You gotta pay attention to her. So, playing games is perfect. And I got, uh... I bought Smash Bros. for myself. So, um... Um, I treated myself on that, and that, you know, that's the best game ever. So, if you hear me saying I want to smash, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. I think I'm going to wrap this podcast up, and I might even split it into two, because I think my tone has changed so much since after Christmas, because I love Christmas, man. It just revitalizes me and kind of gives me new hope like just you know feeling the love for my family and getting those gifts for my daughter and the computer and you know I feel I have no excuses anymore I have no reason to be depressed and I got everything I could ask for man not that I didn't before even but now I really do and it's time to get to work it's time to you know become what I want to be but um I'll tell you what, this delivering ain't bad, man. People feeling that holiday spirit right now, especially with the cold. I've been getting, man, one man, I'm, I'm getting $10 tips on small orders. Just every other order, basically, you know, people just feeling for me. And that's love, man. And then I get some big orders, get some bigger tips, and you'd be surprised the amount of money you make on some of these deliveries. And it's just a side job, man. I'm just out here cruising around at night, listening to podcasts or doing one, and making some good money. In fact, we had a man come in the other day who is a private investigator, and he uh, delivers on the side. And this man, his car was decked out. He had, you know, the little cop mirror. He had the lights on the back, the flashing lights, and um, he was he was quite a character, man. He um, he uh, also had a, the side of his car was real smashed up, which only, you know, I could only assume he had a high pursuit chase after someone. And that's how, you know, he ended up smashing the side. But uh, my manager asked him to work one day and he said, I'll be too busy shooting people. So this man's a real regular dog bounty hunter. You don't want to fuck with this guy. And I'll tell you the one thing he did like was pizza. He was talking about different pizza establishments and kind of giving me the, the um, down low on which ones to try around here. Because I honestly didn't know, but apparently there's some good deep dish spots. And he, um, he, you know, he just seemed like a real risk taker. I kind of liked him. And this man, I'll tell you what, bro, he was doing deliveries that were easily 10 minutes 10 minutes, you know, there, out the door, up the stairs, and back, he's doing them about five minutes, because this man is a, is a goddamn assassin, and he didn't look like one, man, honestly, if you saw him, you'd probably think he played a lot of World of Warcraft, maybe Overwatch, um, kind of had a little bit of a, a flow going, you know, um, but nice man, nice man, um, 
But this might be it for uh, this week. I just want to get finish this up so I can post it up, guys. Love you all. I know there's a lot I didn't talk about, but um, I'll be back soon, man. Um, feeling motivated again. So I uh, love you all. I hope you had a great Christmas and even better New Year. And keep these resolutions real, man. Keep with them. Let's let's change ourselves, man. Be the change you wish to see in the world or whatever the fuck they say, man. So let's do it. All right? Stay true to yourselves. Love you. Hey, yo, so that I just saw Amanda Nunez knock the fuck out of Cyborg. Chris Cyborg. You know, everyone's seen that video of the tranny at GameStop, bro. You know, fucking Bob and Weave cut. That's basically Chris Cyborg. That might have actually been Chris Cyborg. But I'm glad that she got her ass kicked because she's a fucking cocky motherfucker, bro. She thinks she's some beast. She just got knocked the fuck out in about 30 seconds, 40 seconds, 20 seconds, one of those. Under a minute is all I know. Bye-bye. Go reconstruct your face, bitch. She got a nasty face already, too, man. And that's, you know, I'll say that all I want. I'm sick of people saying, oh, Hollywood has these impossible standards. Um... They put this beautiful woman on the cover of the magazine, People Magazine, and it's an impossible standard. Bitch, that's why she's on the cover. It's because she's that fucking good looking. That's the whole point. Is she reached impossible standard. It's not impossible. She's just, it's like a freak athlete. She's a freak fucking freak hoe, you know? God damn, these people, man. Speaking of ugly bitches, the other day, I'm kind of driving to work, and um, I tried to go around this lady, and you know, she wasn't having it, so I um, I kind of swerved in it. I was going to go left, and I tried to go around her right, and then we hit a stoplight, and my car, you know, it's a little banged up. Um some honestly not much of it's my fault but some but anyway she rolled down her I see she's about to try to say something so I back up so she starts backing up then I pull forward then she <laughs> pulls forward and then all, before I know it we're she's yelling at me and she says hey you better slow your bitch ass down you better watch your bitch ass down and I just started doing that thing when you go uh-huh 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 oh yeah oh yeah uh-huh 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 I just kept doing that no matter what she was saying and it got her so mad that she said that's why your that's why your shit look like that about my car even though she was in a beater ass Mazda and I immediately said yeah that's why your face look like that <laughs> and Oh man, did she get mad, bro. She took a coffee mug, which I think was an ashtray because cigarette dust went all over. Chucked it. Tried to hit my window. Missed because my window's a little open, so she was trying to hit me. Then she chucks her coffee mug at me. And both miss 
hit my side of my car. I should have taken her license plate, honestly. But um, I laughed my ass off and I said, nice throw there, Tom Brady. And then I fucking drove off. Got her ass. Bada boom, bada bing. And, um, you know, people are ridiculous, dude. But on the same token, I want to I wanna bring up, you know, there is a mystery. I might have already said, you know, I recorded this podcast twice, okay? So I got some things. I got some things that are a little off, you know, a little off. But uh, I might have might repeat some things. But um, so there's a mystery of one day I had two dollars on my windshield, and I was like, "Where did this come from, dude?" And then my dad was like, "Bro, sometimes people will do that, and then as you're all happy grabbing it, they'll come from behind and mug your ass." And I was like, "Oh Jesus, really?" So, you know, this was a while ago. Then the other day, I see Lawrence. Lawrence is that man. The um, he's the you know the neighborhood hobo that once helped me and my dad change a tire. And Lawrence walked by my car, gave me a head nod, and then tapped my car. And I saw the two dollars sticking. He he put two more dollars in my trunk, sticking out my trunk, the little crease. And now I'm saying and I know I've told this story. But anyway, it's worth telling again. And that was just, I was blown away. A man, a homeless man, remembered me. And just the way I treated him. And the one time I gave him 20 bucks and my dad gave him 20 bucks. He um, has been blessing me when he can. And because he knows we had a talk once just about how hard each of our lives are, man, you know? Um, his is much harder, but he um, he related and he respected me for... I talked to him like he was a normal person. Like, he was just, you know, another guy. and You know, had a, had a normal job, everything, bro. I don't talk to people differently based on social status because that's some bullshit. I'll let you... You know, I'll judge your character based off your actions, not appearance and not other, you know, other circumstances. Because you never know what someone's going through. You never know their story. And I just thought that was really cool and a really good holiday spirit, you know, um... And that's what that's how the world is, and that's what I'm saying. If you go outside and experience life, not everything is this fucking what CNN shows you. There's a lot of good in this world, man, and a lot of love. Um, but what else did I have to say here, man? We got uh. Yeah, lady throwing shit at me. I mean, come on. Come on. Um, that might have been the only thing I wanted to throw in there, but I probably already said it. So now I just feel stupid. But...
guess what, guys? I don't care. Um. Yeah, dude. Still looking through. Still ain't seeing shit. Um. Oh, the one thing I did want to bring up was Snap-on brand, bro. Have you ever seen... What is this shit? Is this like snowmobile attire? The fact that they make snowmobile-only attire. I see a lot of boys, a lot of... Not not boys, middle-aged men. Kind of kind of Steve Avery-like men walking around with this Snap-on uh, jackets and such and... Man, bro, if you if you want to look douchey, let me tell you, go buy a snap-on jacket and wear some some uh you know, wear a basic knit hat, you know, those knit hats that like aren't nice brand, don't have a team logo, they're just shit looking. And then wear some of those gloves that are like too bulky. Um too much padding, almost might as well be fucking hockey gloves. Um, and yeah, that's a, you know, that's, I'm just giving you tips on how to look like someone I don't want to talk to. But anyway, after I just said I'll talk to anyone, I had to throw that in there. But, um, I'd still talk to you, bro. I just might think this man's fashion sense is extremely poor. And he may not own a mirror. But he could he could save it somehow, man. Maybe he's got you know, maybe he's got a uh you know, based on who he is, maybe he's got some um some John Cena pants or some a D Generation X or NWO or Austin three sixteen hat. That would be that shit right there, man. So yeah, I'm going to go in and watch this John Jones fight and hope he wins because that's my man. And uh, God bless. Then you know, honestly, I'm not religious, but God bless. Love you all. Bye-bye again. And meet me on Smash Bros. Online, bro. If anyone wants to face, hit me up. 847-363-7777. And that's my personal line, bro. I'm ready to just be friends with anyone who cares to listen. Because we're a community here, man. And we're going to start something. We're going to start something. I want more people involved. Um, I want some guests. Let's let's go, man. Let's, let's just do this. And the computer's going to help me. I'm going to make some great videos coming up. Um, I'm excited about that project with... With um, my my friend writing the book. And um, yeah, guys, I hope you had a great Christmas and this New Year treats you well. And stick to those New Year's resolutions, man. Don't let them fall off after January, February. Stick to it. It actually gets easier for most things once it's hot out. So, um, all right. That's it. It's game over. Um, I'm gonna go uh, maybe get a vanilla, vanilla, vanilla uh, frappuccino. You know, do you think 
I love vanilla and I hate mocha. Do you think that's a racist thing? Because sometimes I feel myself thinking, damn, bro, am I racist for that? And then I know a couple, I know a couple brothers and sisters who are the opposite. So is what's going on there, you know? I, it's just a little weird, dude. You know, God, God and nature work in mysterious ways. But that's just my tongue, man. I guess my tongue has got a little, got a little preference for certain, you know. I'm sure they could make vanilla dark colored. Maybe that would solve a lot of things. They got milk chocolate, but it isn't really, you know, it's not white. I don't know, man. That's a tricky one. But alright, guys. I'll talk to you next year. <laughs> don't you hate when people say that? See you next year. Fucking asshole. Alright. Ohio State should have been in the playoffs. Fuck who, anyone who doesn't think so. And go Bears. Go Maple Leafs. Go Brownies, even though they're not making it. And, you know, the Steelers are so lucky, dude. I guarantee the Browns win and the Steelers win and the Steelers get in the playoffs because the Ravens lost against the Browns. And fuck them. I saw an article about what quarterbacks bought their linemen. It's pretty funny, man. Joe Flacco bought his lineman like a slushy machine or some bullshit. Like, what the hell, dude? First of all, you're barely the quarterback. So, but, um, yeah, I saw, I saw my man Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey talking about playing Smash Bros on Instagram. That was hilarious. But, hey, now I'm rambling. I'll be on again. I'm coming back. Let's, I'm going to start doing it more regularly, regular, regular, regularly. Damn, that's a hard word. I'm uh no wonder I had to take speech classes as a child. I'm gonna keep doing this more. The holidays were just tough, and I I honestly didn't have confidence for some reason. But um, we're back, we're back. So uh, I'll see you guys soon. Be be good, one love, later. <laughs>